on this episode of Bet Bath and Beyond, Andy and I talk. Uh, what the f- dude? I always blank. Like we record for an hour, we talk NFL news, we talk Mike Tomlin for longer than I was comfortable with. We talk NFTs like we always do because I'm addicted. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Cubs just got out of a huge inning. They were, this is the, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Cubs, Mets, top of the 10th inning. Bases were loaded. One out. I was worried. We were all worried, but they just turned a double play. Got out of the inning. We're up. Bottom of the 10th. Let's fucking go. Let's end this right now. Let's end this. Let's not go into the 11th, 12th inning. Let's just end this right now. Let's go. Uh, What was I going to say? NFTs. Yes, I'm addicted. I have a problem. We all know this. Let's move on. But I bought some more NFTs, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, spoiler, it has something to do with baseball and trading cards. It's baseball trading cards. Uh, and then we play Go Fuck Yourself Player Trivia. Let's fucking go. Come on, Cubs. Please, please, let's, let's, let's take care of the Mets. Three, Three two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heidemann. And I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting 100 on it tonight. <laughs> Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports. I'm Ian. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you, Andrew. Uh, I'm just joking. But Are you never you? call me by my name. You never call me by Are my you name. Right? I don't. What's with I know that? Who you are. Yeah, but I say Andy. It's a, it's, a, it's a respect thing, and I just I don't respect you. I what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I say Andy uh, or Andrew probably fifty times an episode because I like calling you out by your name. Well, it also gives you you know what? Basically, I'm helping your brand uh, because people <laughs> are like, brand. oh, the person who continues to make clown takes on this podcast I'm listening to. That his name's Andy. I don't know Clown who the other takes. I don't know who the other guy is. The guy who the guy who's addicted to <laughs> NFTs and horses. I think. Yeah. Well, the horses are the NFTs, and I'm glad you brought that up because I have expanded my NFT portfolio into a new NFT sector. What so we you get? We can talk about that. Do you want to talk about it right now? No, because you're going to want to go It's pretty early in the episode, Andrew, to start talking NFTs. Because once I start, I am not going to stop. All right. Well, I got a couple. Though. Let's start with that, some NFL news. Um, first and foremost, the Steelers, uh, they uh, extended Mike Tomlin three years. I think he's locked up till 2024. That's a yeah. good move. Sometimes, 15, 15 sometimes, years. sometimes you paint the barn and sometimes the barn paints you. <laughs> 15 years as a head coach, he's never had a losing record. 
Very good. I mean, listen, Tomlin's, although he says the craziest fucking things, <laughs> he's a good coach. He is. And yeah, he's a great. I think he's a good coach. They say uh, he's a player's coach. Sure, I can see that. The Steelers have always been a very good team, especially under him. They always give the Ravens. It's always the Ravens and the Steelers battling for the AFC North. Uh, how how many uh, has he won two rings or just one? I know he's won one. I don't know about two. I mean, I know Big Ben has two. That's why I'm wondering if Tomlin was the coach when Big Ben won his first ring. I don't think he was. I don't think he was. So I think Tomlin only has one ring. Nope. Tomlin has two. Okay, never mind. Fuck me. (laughs) I have no idea what I'm talking about. And that further just goes to show you how good of a coach he is because two is better than one. Listen to this fucking resume. Uh, never had a losing record in his 14 seasons there. I think now it's 15. Uh, they've gone to I think 10 playoff runs, seven division titles. Did they win the title last year? No. Wait. Yeah, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, they did because they went what 11 and 0 and then choked like yeah, in the yeah. final whatever. But they still, they still I think won it out. So yeah. eight eight division titles. Uh, three AFC championships, two Super Bowl appearances, and one. T- oh, sorry, no, no, okay. So two Super Bowl appearances, one win. So yeah, you were right. So oh, what the, the what the win. hell, Andrew? You can't well, listen. I, I we, googled. Oh my, listen, Andrew. I googled Mike Tomlin's. Hey, Ian. I googled Mike Tomlin's Super Bowl rings, and then in the biggest boldest letters it says two. Okay, first off, I appreciate you using my name, saying my name. Oh, you're and, right. So that that's good, but at the same time. Remember how I said Andy's going to be known as the guy that has the clown takes? He's also going to be known as the guy that gives bad information on the podcast. And and our listeners are going to be talking around on the streets like, oh, yeah, they just extended Tomlin's record. Did you know he's got two? Look at Discord right now. (laughs) Did you know he's got two rings? And everyone's going to make fun of them. And then they're going to be like, fuck, I'm never listening to Bet Bath & Beyond again. Yeah, this is what's going to stop him. You, yeah, <laughs> not us bickering about Mike Tomlin for five minutes to start the episode. People like to talk about Mike Tomlin. Uh, yeah, okay. You sent me a screenshot on Discord. Yeah, is this yeah. Is your Google history, huh? This is your Google history. Yeah, this is my Google history, and it says Mike Tomlin Super Bowl rings. It's a screenshot. Uh, you yeah. spelled Super Bowl wrong. Google had to. I, who cares? <laughs> Google had to. Rem- I missed a space. <laughs> uh. And then it says two. Well, yeah, it does say is, two. Listen, and if you read, this is why. You I'm have sorry. To, are you not about? Are you not about getting the info fast? I guess I just won't Google it. This is why you have to follow up because sometimes Google. Have you will watched Ad Astra yet? Have you bought me a Top Shot pack yet? I don't even think Top Shot exists. Top Shot does exist. They are dropping new packs. You're just not getting them. I saw they dropped they just, they dropped a Supreme pack the other day. I got any Why can't that, you? They think, why can't you get me a Supreme? Because there's only two hundred forty nine dollars. I can't wait to talk about the NFT uh, space that I explored today and bought uh, into. I'm sure you can't. Well, let's well, another piece of info. I want to get your take on this. So the new head coach of the Eagles, I don't know his fucking name. I think he's a piece of shit because <laughs> it has recently come out that he's, they asked him who the starting QB was, and they said, is it Jalen Hurts? He's like, I'm not naming a starting QB. They're all going to have to work for it. And yeah, that's what, they, that's what coaches say. Of course that's what coaches say. But I don't, th- I don't think that is right because do you know who the backup is 
in Philadelphia? Carson Wentz. It's broken back Flacco. That's who it is. Oh, yeah. Duh, I knew that. Yeah, we talked so, about that. So, like, he's, Joe Flacco's not going to be a starter probably in the NFL ever again. Look, he was pretty good with the Jets last year as a backup, if no, I do recall. If I do recall, Andrew, yes, he was. As Did you say as a backup, though? Well, because he was the backup he'll, he'll never He'll never start an NFL game ever again. He did. I mean, yeah. He, what, he what, what are you talking about? Because... If you're a backup in the NFL, you always have the chance to start a game because all it takes is one injury to the starter. No, what I'm saying is that he is the backup there, but I have a feeling that if somebody gets hurt and you, it's not like, oh, in the game, Jalen Hurts goes down and then, yeah, Joe Flacco has to play. I'm saying if Joe, if Jalen Hurts goes down in practice, they're going to go and they're going to pick somebody up off the waiver before they No, no, no. Look, I look, almost guarantee Joe, it. listen. Joe used to be elite. He won us a Super Bowl. <laughs> he won us a Super Bowl, Andrew. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I'm gonna show did. him. He did. I'm gonna show him some respect on this podcast. By calling him Joe. <laughs> He's very tall. I've seen him in person at the mall in Baltimore. He's a very tall man. He's listed as six six. There's no chance he is shorter than six eight. That man <laughs> is a fucking tree. He sure. is tall. Now as the Jets backup last year, I'm pretty sure he started a couple games when Darnold was out. He didn't do bad. I don't think he did bad. And uh, you know what? We that was with the Jets. Out. That was with the Jets. Dumpster fire Jets with Adam Gase. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Listen, the, the Jets did not do Flacco any favors if he had anything left, but I don't think he does. Let me see. Uh, he started, it says he started four games. He went 0-4-0, and, and he had 55% completion. He threw six touchdowns, three interceptions. That's uh, not bad. He threw for 864 yards. In in how many games? Four? Four games. That's, again, that's not bad, right? That's just, that's all right. Six six touchdowns, 800 plus yards. I mean, I wish I, there are I wish worse. I the splits. There are worse backups out there. Yeah, there are worse backups. I'm just, I again, I'm very out on Joe. My biggest, I, the whole, you're skewing my point. My point <laughs> is that I think that this coach, like, what are you saying? Like, you traded away your franchise guy because Jalen Hurts is the dude, and now you're like, oh, it's a contest between him and Joe Flacco. I don't care if that's coach speak. I think that's acceptable if you have an all right, like, you have a, a guy who could legitimately be the starter. But yeah, Joe Flacco, maybe he's going to be an all right backup. He's not a starter in the NFL anymore. No, he's not. And right. R.I.P. is back. He's been hurt. He's gotten surgery on his back. He just hasn't been the same. Hasn't been right. the same. I just think it's a dumb. I think it's a dumb coach move. I just, I just don't. That's not something I would get super mad about because I just he's new to the organization, so he kind of has to keep his cards close to his chest. As yeah. a fan, I like a football or whatever. You know, as an as, as an Eagles fan, maybe I, if I were an Eagles fan, I'd be like, eh, I don't know how I feel. I, I'm way more upset if I'm Jalen Hurts, probably. But I don't know. No, because here's what's happening. He's just saying all this to the media, but I'm sure more meaningful conversations <laughs> happening. Absolutely. Listen, you think? Look, you're the starter. He no, has of course to talk. They have closed door conversations. I'm just. Well, then he shouldn't. He, you shouldn't be worried about Jalen Hurts taking it the wrong way if they're actually like, having good have, communication. Why even have the media? Because Bill Belichick has it. Bill Belichick has it right, dude. Yeah, but listen, it's part of their job criteria 
to talk to the media because it it builds the brand. So Sports Center has something <laughs> to fucking talk about. I to okay. the next day. So that fucking Max Kellerman and fucking Stephen A. Smith <laughs> can fucking debate this the next morning. It's just content. Content is king, oh, sure. right? And of so course. that's why they give stupid interviews and they give stupid answers. And then the media takes that, runs with it. They make money. The NFL makes money. We're fucking upset. It's a vicious cycle. Dude, I it, like when Marshawn Lynch was like, you know why I'm here. Like, that's funny. That's content. But I mean, how long did you do that before people were like, eh, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah, no, he's not going to say anything meaningful. I mean, I guess he, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Exactly. But I'm sure he got talked about. I'm sure he got talked to about that. Oh, yeah, he did. I, I think he probably got disciplined within the org. As a, I probably can't get fined from the NFL. I bet there's like NFL CPA stuff, but. Any other NFL news, Andrew? No. no sad. Really. Sad. Well. I mean, the, the draft is soon. We'll talk about that on Monday. Exactly. That's what, exactly what I was about to say. The draft is next week. So Monday's episode, or sorry, Tuesday's episode, we'll be talking about the draft. We'll be there recording. Is. We'll actually be recording next Friday's episode during the first day of the draft. That's correct. We will. That, that'll um, be exciting that'll be exciting uh, and uh we maybe we'll do a live thing maybe we'll like we'll watch it live and record as like we're watching it um maybe but... don't just make promises like that what the fuck? no i said maybe oh come on maybe came out ian maybe we're gonna have to have some conversations behind closed maybe doors. Uh, you know what if we decide by the end of this just bleep it <laughs> i'm <laughs> not dude that's more know. work for me andrew that's that's more they're, work for me there is another NFL like piece. Uh, did you see Tom Brady complaining about the number change that's coming through for jerseys? Okay, so is this actually happening? Because I know it was proposed. Like, did it actually pass? So it's going to get voted on. It was proposed by the Chiefs. Everybody seems to be in favor of it. Um, Tom Brady is upset because he thinks it's going to be harder to know who to block, and it's not going to be able. You're not going to be able to identify players correctly. And he had some language for the NFL. He said it was uh, terrible. He said it's going to be really, like, really crazy. And basically, everyone is equating it online to him just being like, "Get off my lawn," because he's 43 fucking years old and he has old, a football to change. Old man yells at clouds. Old man yells at clouds. Part two, exactly. I love the proposed single digits to all these players, like running backs wide receivers i fucking love it i absolutely love it i think it's stupid that you have to wear a designated set of numbers just based on your position because because andrew there are so many players now i'm that just play whatever fucking position they want look at Taysom hill Okay, a perfect example is Taysom Hill. He sure. wears number seven, but is he a tight end? Is he a quarterback? Is he a fucking running back, a fullback? I don't fucking know, but it, the number that he wears on his jersey doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I, uh, to me, it I, doesn't really matter. Um, I think a bigger thing is there are some players who are, I mean, obviously, you're, they're going to give you the option to keep your number, right? They're not going to be like, hey, this is the new change, and you have to change your number. Um I think like I get what Tom Brady's saying. There, there. It was a rule, so you've trained and practiced a certain way. He's probably not the only one who thinks this, right? Like there are probably lots of older quarterbacks. I'm sure Big Ben might be a guy who kind of formulates what he's doing on Audible based on maybe. Num- I don't know. I, I get it. I guess I'm saying, but I think it's a little uh, much to be upset about. Just it's 
who cares? People don't like change, Andrew. That's what it all boils down to. We love That's Tom true. Brady on this podcast. We suck his dick <laughs> That's on true. a daily basis. But at the same time, I am a big proponent of change. Now, people, a lot of people, older people who have done things a certain way for a very long time do not like change. And they bitch and piss and moan whenever change yep. happens. Perfect example and this is a good little transition that we talked about last episode, the Super League. Andrew, the Super it's League over. is done. <laughs> it didn't last a fucking week. Jesus Christ. So if you guys don't remember, because <laughs> soccer, look, I love soccer, but maybe you guys don't. There was a proposed Super League last week or over the weekend, and all of the top clubs in the Premier League, in the uh, Spain League, Spanish League, the fucking Italian League, all these big name teams were going to leave the leagues they were in and join a massive Super League with all the best teams in the world. And it was going to be fucking awesome. And everyone pissed and bitched and moaned, said, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And now we don't have it anymore. So, fuck. Yeah, I... To me, they should just blow the whole thing up, and there should be five soccer teams, and they should just play round robin every day all year. I'm just, I'm just like, I don't know what like they the whoever proposed the Super League, all these teams that said they were in, they didn't last a whole week, man. They didn't last a week, which makes me think, did they even were they just testing the waters? Were they just going to see what people wanted to react? Well, I, I think if, if it would have been... Res- I mean, it's still... I mean, it's fucking major sports. If they want to try this again in two years, they're probably going to be able to. And it, they're going to be like, oh, they talked about this before. And it's going to be a little bit easier to chew. Um, so they might have really just thought, this isn't going to work this year, but let's put it out there. Like, Look, we got 12 teams or however many the fuck we're like, I'm in. So um, it's probably going to happen. It's just not going to be this year. Yeah, I, I guess... It's got to happen slowly. Change happens slowly when it's met with resistance. So, uh, but soccer sucks. When is the World Cup? Uh, 2022. Is it bi-yearly? It's, it's, uh. Or do they just cancel this year? It's not bi-yearly. It's once every four years. And I'm trying to think of the word. What would that be? Quarterly? Seasonally. I like seasonally because there are four seasons. But exactly. The last one was in 2018, meaning the next one will be in 2022. And guess where it is? Oh, Saudi Arabia. Yes, it's in Qatar. Okay, those aren't the same technically, but but they're close, right? Where the fuck they is? are close? They're, I they're mean, in the desert. I'm looking I've this actually... up. I'm looking this up. Qatar and Saudi Saudi Arabia. I need a map. I need a map. Right now, they, I think, are the same. I think they're the same. So when I was going to, I was going to go to Singapore uh, last year, right before COVID, like last March. Um, so over a year ago, and we were actually going to fly into Qatar and then from Qatar to Singapore. Um, that didn't happen. They are not the same. So it looks like Qatar is like <laughs> yeah. this. Okay. Saudi Arabia is fucking huge. First off. Uh, usually i'm good with geography i guess the middle east is just throwing me for a fucking tizzy right now 
but Qatar is like this giant peninsula uh, in the Persian Gulf. It's just like a fucking tumor off of Saudi Arabia. It's it's literally Qatar is a tumor on Saudi Arabia's back. That's sure. that's what it is. Uh, anyway, it's it's fucking hot as hell there. There's obviously a bunch of deserts, and so they're basically so yeah, they're gonna build a dome. Yeah, I they're building right. these stadiums that. I mean, it's going to cost a fuckload of money, and they're going to have these sweet-ass stadiums. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I see enough people play on FIFA, so they have the money. I know it. I mean, yeah, and it's also Qatar with, like, Saudi Arabian princes and stuff. I mean, I know it's not the same country, but I'm sure Saudi Arabian princes also live in Qatar. <laughs> I'm out on this one. I'm, it's all, you. all right, Ian. It's that time for me to ask. How no, I did not watch going? Ad Astra. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, what did you say? Because I talked over I you. I said, how is fantasy basketball going? I'm in, okay, that's a good question. Because playoffs are next week. Playoffs are next week in my fantasy basketball league. I have bragged on this podcast that I'm in first place. I've been saying it all season, have I not? Yes, you have. I am still in first place. I am... Let's see. I'm tied technically. There's a three-way tie with uh, two other people. We're 12 and four, so 12 wins, four losses. But I have the most points for almost a thousand uh, ahead of Let's the person go. who's tied in second. Uh, so I'm in first. I got the number one seed for the playoffs. Well, does that come with anything like a buy or anything like that? Pro- uh, no, it does not. Probably. <laughs> you don't even know. I haven't looked. Look, man. That's I just, incredible. I Look, I am just taking this day to day. It's already like muscle memory. I just wake up and I check my basketball lineup, see how I did the night before, make sure my <laughs> team is set for the, you know, the, that night. And uh, I just let it rip. Well, the reason I want to bring up your fantasy basketball is because... Steph Curry is going on like oh, a major, major tear this month. Uh, and he is actually being talked about for MVP. And I think his odds four days or like four games ago, I want to say four days, but four games ago that he played, it was around plus 10,000. And now I think it's sitting around plus 3,000. Not LeBron, uh, Andrew. Not LeBron. I'm just saying this is the this is what's going on here. I'm not, I'm not advocating for it or against it. Um, but LeBron's not playing. I mean, like LeBron is the most valuable player in all the NBA. If he's on your team, you are going to the playoffs. You're probably going to the finals if he's healthy. 100% of the time, that dude deserves MVP. But that's not really what the award is. And the award is kind of like a social award. It's a narrative award. And right now, Steph is, people are eating out of his hand. Listen to these stats. Uh, he's hit 72 three-pointers in his last 10 games. Jesus this, Christ. Chris Paul has 73 three-pointers on the season. Why do you got to bring Chris Paul into this? Why do you got to make fun of CP3? <laughs> I'm just saying. All he wants to uh, do is just chill in Phoenix. Is he in Phoenix now? Yeah, he's, in, he's with the And Suns. just collect State Farm checks, okay? That's all he wants to do. Here, Here's, the, here's another kicker. Yeah. He scored. I was waiting for you. He scored forty here's points. Another, the, here's another. Well, kicker. I thought you were gonna say something, Ian. He said, uh, "You know, I, I thought you were, you want to have the conversation, right?" Okay, 
40 points is what he scored his last game. That marks his fifth 40-point game this month. No, which he didn't. Is, no, he didn't. Or whatever. When this article was posted, so maybe it was. Maybe he's played his 11th game. I'm so looking at it right is... now because you had me pull up the fantasy app to check my standings. And so I okay. went to Steph Curry when you started bringing him up. In his last six games, it's, because it that's... It says he's got... Oh, sorry. The status, he's got 40-point games. He has five 40-point games in the month of April. He only had 18 points last game, but 49, 47, 33, 42, 53 in his last five games before that. Uh, he has the most 40-point games in a single month over Kobe and Michael Jordan of players 33 and older. Without looking, Did Andrew? Andrew, without yeah. looking, can you tell me how many MVPs Steph Curry has already? Two. I think it's three. Oh, is it? I, one, I think, I think it's three, Andrew. Right? Two were back-to-back, Top. but I think he has three. I'll look it up. But Andrew, you gotta, you got I mean, you gotta. If if Google tells you something right off the bat, don't just take I it. I read it immediately. No, <laughs> no, you're gonna have to. All fucking... right, seven-time NBA All-Star Curry has been named the NBA Most Valuable Player twice and has won three NBA championships with the Warriors. Nice. Was it 2015 and 2016 back to back? I don't know. I'm not digging any deeper. Okay, you know what? Fuck me. Okay, <laughs> fine. So this would be his third. Okay, now can you tell me this, Andrew? How many uh, MVPs? Uh, how many MVPs does LeBron have? I think he's only he's only got two. Also, I think right. Maybe really, I would think he has three. Did he win last year? No, the Greek freak. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're just he has four. Holy shit! The Greek shit. freak won back to back. I think so. That's interesting to me because I think. I think Giannis is super. Obviously, he's phenomenal. He's really good. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see if he'll ever win a championship because he's he's big on the whole. I'll do it by myself. Which I mean, obviously, these superstars like KD, LeBron, like Bosh, Wade, uh, MB, like all these guys are like, I can't do it alone. Like obviously, you can't do it alone. And maybe Giannis is physically gifted enough that if he does nothing but grind basketball his entire life and hope he has no injuries, maybe he could win a title with with no help. But I'm going to guess probably not, because history is not kind to that ideology. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to win a ring, though. I mean, I don't care how you you do do it, because everyone gave KD shit. But at the same time, if we all take a step back, rings are so important, especially in the NBA especially in the NBA, you are not considered great unless you have a ring. I truly yeah, no, believe I, that. I mean, you have people like Charles Barkley that never won a ring and was MVP of the league and same with like Steve Nash. But at the same time, they're not the greats that you think of top 10, you know, top 10. You need a ring to be top 10. Yeah, they won't, they won't go on like NBA's uh, Mount Rushmore. You need a right. They're that. in the Hall of Fame for sure. And I love listening to Charles Barkley commentary sometimes, but he is not top 10. Charles Barkley is a good name for a dog, by the way. Charles, yeah. Or, or yeah. Gnarls Barkley. Gnarly Gnarls Barkley. Barkley. That's a that's CeeLo Green. <laughs> is that what he named his dog? No, you no. CeeLo Green, his his duo, I think, before he became, you know. Famous. Cee-Lo. 
but yeah, before he, I guess, used CeeLo was... CeeLo before CeeLo. Yeah, it was Gnarls Barkley. I did not know that. Haven't you heard the song, Maybe I'm Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. We're going to get demonetized. <laughs> I have, uh, probably. Yeah, that's Gnarls Barkley. What's going on in baseball? Uh, okay, so, uh, (laughs) okay, so, okay, here's the thing, Andrew, there's two ways, there's two ways I can go with this, two ways I can go with this, one route is to say that the Cubs aren't doing well, and I don't really want to talk about it, okay, okay, they're eight and nine right now, they, they don't even have a 500 record yet, that's fine, there's 200 games, so, (laughs) yeah, right, right. Uh, they're playing the Mets right now, and they won last night. However, you're giving me a perfect opportunity to talk about NFTs because okay. spoiler, oh, spoiler, I I, okay. spoiler, and you should know this if you pay attention to the B3T Slack channel. I invested into NFT baseball trading cards today. Who'd you get? You know who I got. I put it in the Slack group. Let me pull it. That up. wasn't for me. I'm asking you, Ian, who you got <laughs> so you can have an easy transition to the viewers. Okay. Well, let me first preface by saying tops. And we all we all know who tops are, right? We all know what tops is. It's like a dreidel. Oh my oh. god. Tops is the company that makes baseball cards. They've been making it for years and years and years and you know, they're like the name brand, one of the name brand baseball training card companies. Okay. They just released their first series of NFT digital baseball cards. And I went to go check it out. And they have packs, like same as Top Shot, right? Same as Top Shot. Right. You can buy a pack and get a moment and blah, blah, blah. You haven't done it yet, but you can do it. I have not. I have and not. So you can buy these top packs top top shot this is this could get confusing but you can buy these you can buy these top collectible packs i didn't do that though i just went straight to the secondary marketplace because i'll be completely honest with you i am not i am not uh really card collector no i am that's why i'm fucking on the site dude but what i'm saying is i'm not really into gambling and when i say i'm not (laughs) really into gambling i mean (laughs) That's a lie. <laughs> that was such I don't a... want to hear it. <laughs> that was such a poor choice of words on my end. Okay. Listen. Yeah, it was. I heard that and I almost exploded. Okay, listen. Obviously, we're a fucking sports betting podcast first, okay? That's how we got our start. We're degenerates. Even buying NFTs is a gamble because you have no idea if it's going to even be worth something someday right it's it's everything's a fucking gamble but specifically we're gamblers when it comes to sports betting and also me when it comes to buying nfts and also fucking racing my nft horses fingers Uh, fingers we'll talk about fingers in a bit because people are starting to notice fingers in the (laughs) zed making some buzz yeah she's starting uh to get a fan club in the zed run community and i've already gotten offers from random people seeking me out looking to buy her 
to which I tell them to fuck right off because yeah, shit I'm, and die. <laughs> I'm never getting rid of fingers. But let's go back to these baseball cards. I go to the secondary market. You can okay. So first off, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you where you could get these. So go to Tops T O P P S. They have two P's in their name. Tops MLB dot com, and then you can Good see. Plug. Good plug. Yeah, thank you. That they thank you to our sponsors. Uh, tops tops uh thanks for paying us a hundred thousand dollars for this ad read go to tops mlb.com and uh you can uh you can buy some packs uh but what i do is they have a secondary marketplace so i just skip the packs altogether, and these are just cards individual cards that people get in packs but they will sell the individual cards on the marketplace i like to do this because i like to know what i'm getting right like yes did you seek these guys out individually or did you go like i'm looking for this tier of card and then bought it and then got like and then you flipped it okay this is who i got so first great question andrew great question first i want to see the rarity tiers okay because whenever we're talking about collectibles the more rare something is the more valuable it is right scarcity drives prices so i wanted to see what kind of you know what kind of rare tier are we dealing with with tops some of them are really fucking expensive i'll give you an example the most expensive player on the tops website oh can i guess yes you can is aaron judge it is not aaron judge but that's a good guess do you have any other guesses uh no it is Mike Trout. Oh, I fucking should have actually taken another guess. That makes sense. So the rarest Mike Trout card just sold today, and it broke the most valuable you know NFT card record sale so far. And again, this is this is a very new space. I think Tops only dropped these at like maybe a couple of days ago. So we're we're very actually, early. So are you saying in all of playing card like so? Are you saying that it topped even? Top shot card because I guess are those cards? How do those get classified? No, those are moments. Uh, they call them moments because those are moments. That's a you sound like a jeweler, like trying to. Well, sell they are. Money. They're called moments, and they're not. I know, I cards know, but because that's so like they're 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 plays. Like you actually see the right. footage. These are actually yeah, yeah. cards. You know, these are literally baseball cards. Now, um, what was I going to say? Uh, it Mike only Trout. broke the record for the tops cards okay and it was guess how much a mike trout and again i want to be very clear this is very new these cards just dropped a few days ago for the first time. let's let's say one thousand two hundred and forty two dollars times that by 80 no fucking way mike trout rarest card already went for eighty thousand dollars so okay now so this is interesting on a couple of levels. The first one is when we, we talk about the difference between these cards and moments from like Top Shot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Top Shot, I think, even though their platform kind of sucks, be, like, you know, trying to get the cards and like the, the website, the way they have it laid out isn't great. They are taking advantage of current technology where it's, you would describe it like it's like a basketball card or a baseball card, but you get to actually see the play. Now, I feel like, yeah, these are NFTs, uh, but I feel like they're not making the leap because they're just, it's a physical card just on a digital space. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, so I get exactly what you're saying. You're basically saying, and this conversation comes up in the NFT art world as well, because you have, sure. you have people that pretty much just transition their canvas paintings into an NFT, and it's just a static image, right? And you're like, right. okay, that's cool, and you did utilize the blockchain technology to create a unique digital NFT of your canvas art. But at the same time, you know what's cooler than that? Using that technology to do animation or to do, right. you know, GIFs and all you know, movement. And, and you can actually like be in like a, a world of swirling colors and stuff um, as opposed to just a static image. You're kind of comparing that as well with Top Shot where you can actually see the highlight and you own the moment um, yep. as opposed to a trading card that Tops does, which is pretty similar to what they already have in real life. I see the cards that you bought here, and one of them is better than the others. Okay, so that is not my final list. That was midway through my purchasing. <laughs> I'm I'm going to assume I'm going to assume that this card is better than anything else you bought anyway. Uh are you looking at the screenshot that I sent yeah, in the I Slack am. group? Okay, so let's look at let's look at the let me count them eight players that I bought, uh, and then I sent the screenshot. All of these cards, by the way, are holographic, and they actually yeah. do have a really cool. When you look at them in your wallet, they have a really cool uh, holographic animation or sheen. You know, so it's not just a static uh, card. It does have like a you know, almost a, an effect over top of the card to kind of take advantage of exactly what we're saying of it being on the digital space instead of a a physical space, like a physical card. Obviously, right. physical cards can't fucking I just shimmer and stuff. Had, with I just had a moment in my head where I'm sitting here thinking about like how Pokemon Go could like make if they could build pokemon go on a block in the blockchain with this like to make them nfts right it'd be insane it'd be and insane then combine combine that with like what they're kind of doing with zed run where you can battle each other and it's like you actually own like something that you've quote unquote trained or that you have raised and andrew and there's like there's so much out there andrew you are just gonna keep you're going to keep making me talk because there's a game already <laughs> doing this. It's not Pokemon, although Pokemon would be fucking dope because it's the world's most valuable franchise and yes, everyone loves Pokemon. But there is a game out there called uh, Axie Infinity. Okay? And it is, it is exactly what you just said. It's basically Pokemon on the blockchain where you uh, buy the creatures in this world and you battle them. And you actually own the creatures. You can trade the creatures. You can breed the creatures just like Pokemon. And you can also buy land in the game as well. But buy it's, land. But it's it's the most, I think it's the most popular uh, NFT game out there right now. It's called Axie yeah, I... Infinity. Okay. I do not, I, I like downloaded the game and got the wallet, but I have not made a purchase yet. Uh but anyway, let's get back to these these trading cards, uh, these MLB tops trading cards. So I'm a big Cubs fan. So Andrew, if you're looking at my list, you will Which see you will see five Cubs players. We have yes. I picked my favorite one first, Javi Baez. Okay, shortstop, 
El Mano, the magician. El Mano, El Mano, the magician. Uh, Anthony Rizzo. Who is my boy? Yeah, Anthony Rizzo is your boy. Uh, we have Wilson Contreras, a catcher. Albert Amora Jr., he no longer is on the team, but he was on the team when we won the World Series back in 2016. So had to, you know, had to grab him. And John Lester, who is no longer on the team. I'm pretty sure he retired, but he was also a big part of the 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series. Sure. And that World Series was such a big win that, one, these cards mean a lot to me just right off the bat because these players, each of them had a very big role in winning the World Series, that whole century dry spell that the Cubs had. You know, these guys, you know, helped end end the curse. I, I as as you're talking to me here, I was also I'm looking at the Axel Infinity. And as I'm looking at it, I am all I can think about with all the NFT talk is I'm just I'm, I cannot believe what I'm going to have to do to learn this shit. To it's, like, dude, it is so addicting. It's, I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, can I just, I just want fantasy football to start again. <laughs> um, okay, so those are the five. Uh, and then I got uh, Araldus Chapman, who was also on the Cubs. He was a pitcher when we won the World Series back in 2016. He's now on the Yankees. Um and then Lorenzo Kane and Charlie Blackman. Um, I just like those two players, and they were pretty cheap for the rarity. So these cards I have are rare cards. There's like super rare, there's epic, there's sure. exclusive, and I think there's legendary. Uh, but these are rare. And then there's obviously like uncommon and common and stuff like that. But uh, I, I started with the rare tier because they were pretty affordable, like three to five bucks for each card. Um and then I just started with the players that I really liked and then kind of went from there. I did get, and it's funny that you said Aaron Judge, he's pretty expensive. Um, sure, I would imagine. So I got a common uh, card of him. I didn't get a rare card, but I got a common of him. And then you did talk about animation and stuff like that. I also, the cards have this special series called Cube Series. And I got an Anthony Rizzo and Javi Baez. They do one for each team. And so the Cubs had their own one. And it kind of flips between two uh, big players on the team. And so I got Rizzo and Baez. Those were the two that they chose for the Cubs. So I actually have an animated one. It's not in the screenshot. But I have an animated one between Rizzo and Baez that uh, is near and dear to me. Near and dear for the last 24 hours. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean... I didn't pay too much for these, so we'll see how much they appreciate in the uh, next months and years. What I so, think is really cool is that this is okay. the first series, right? So this is like a first edition, you know. So are, that's a are pretty. They, are they minted like that, or are you just saying? I mean, is it, I mean, I know technically they're they're first editions, but are they being advertised as that? Yes. Okay. So I, so, it's, a, it's a historic value as well. Now, here is a question that I'm sure everyone in the audience would love to fucking know. When was the last time you bought a Pokemon card? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd have to go back to my eBay history, but probably and, three months ago. And with, with the rise of NFTs as a space, do you think that... Because the Pokemon market for cards was rising drastically. 
as it leveled off, are you are you aware? Like, do, what do you think has happened to that space? So first off, I don't know if it's leveled off. I don't know if it's leveled off. I think I'd have to go look at the prices currently at eBay and compare them to what I paid for the cards. I would be surprised if they leveled off. Um, Pokemon is, again, the biggest franchise in the world, at least the most valuable franchise in the world. And these cards that I were that I was buying were the first edition to come to North America. They're still going to hold value because, again, they're first editions and... Pokemon's not going anywhere. Pokemon's not going anywhere. And so there's definitely still going to be room for Pokemon. We'll see if they do an NFT project. That'll be fucking exciting. Um, But it's so weird because Pokemon is, I usually tie Pokemon to Nintendo a lot. I mean, I know they're obviously they aren't owned by Nintendo. They're associated. uh, Right, right. But my thing is, Nintendo does weird stuff in the video game space. Like they do things way differently than AAA title makers. They like, even though it's going to be profitable, they don't always do the thing that's going to be profitable. Sometimes they try to do the thing that's going to be new and unique, which gives me hope that maybe NFT Pokemon stuff might be coming. Yeah, it's very possible. Very possible. And look, we are still so early to the space. I really hope that in a year from now, I am super loaded because I have aped. I am not going to lie to you. I'm not going to say the number. I have aped so much of my money into NFTs because I see it as a, a digital frontier. It's literally for the first time in history. Obviously, the internet has been around for decades. But for the first time in human history, people can own digital assets uniquely. And that is amazing. That is an amazing thing. And I I really do think it's just going to continue to snowball and just get bigger and bigger. And I hope I put my money on the right horses. No pun intended, because I did put some money into some NFT horses. I see Zed Run staying. I, I really do. They're teaming up with Atari. We can talk a little bit about Zed Run. We haven't heard what's gonna happen. Uh, with their next drop again that's what i'm waiting for the next drop for a horse because as you had mentioned there aren't really great horses out there right now and the prices just keep going up because breeding is not happening so i I really am trying not to drop any cash on that no that's smart and that's that's exactly what you need to do you got to be patient and just wait it out but what you should do in the meantime is make sure that you have your wallet set up you have some ether in there because it does take, especially if you're doing it for the first time and using a, you know, a source like Coinbase, you're going to want to make sure that you can actually funnel the funds properly in a, because sometimes it takes like five days to get verified and then to send your funds through. Um, so definitely make sure you are ready for the next drop because it will be happening. Uh, there's only 38,000 horses that are going to be minted by Zed uh, and there's still plenty of horses left. So... I'm just excited. I, they're teaming up with Atari, like I said. I think that, and they're constantly working on bug fixes, improvements. They have a great customer customer service rep. They're just a really good company. Uh, I think they have good bones. So I, I can see it really good becoming bones. a thing. Oh, you need good bones because you, do you have companies bones. like Nifty Gateway. And Nifty Gateway is where I buy the bulk of my rare art NFTs. They're getting a lot of flack 
they're getting a lot of heat because they are basically doing drops every day, three times a day, oversaturating the market. And people who are new to the website, they come in, they buy some art, and then all of a sudden they see their art drop 50% the next day because there's no secondary market. And that's because Nifty Gateway just continues to oversaturate with the drops and people are just seeing it as a money grab because they're just funneling big names into, like they just did ASAP Rocky. They're about to do Eminem uh, this weekend. They've already done The Weeknd and Halsey and all these big artists, well, musicians. And, you know, I put my money into people that have actual art history. So Mad Dog Jones, who's doing an an auction with Phillips, which is a huge uh, art auction house. We have Pac who just did uh, Sotheby's, and uh, let's see. You getting a phone call there? I am. It's actually my f- – <laughs> my f- this is weird because it's my father-in-law, and he never calls me. That's you weird. You want to take it on air? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I will call him back. Uh, you know what's I will, crazy? I will call him back. I mean, I'm having fun talking about NFTs and stuff. But you think about like when the football season starts, dude. Like, I, I'm not gonna have a life anymore. I, now I will say this: we I had talked previously. Top Shot, um, if uh, an equivalent for football comes out and they're better, like a little bit better about getting packs, I will work to get football NFTs. Yeah, when I they when they grind come out. that so hard. Yeah, when they come out. I think you're gonna really like Zed Run, man. Zed Run is a fucking great time. It uh, looks so fun. It is so fun just to like watch your horse race, maybe win some money. Uh, it's just a really good time. Like I said before, uh, we were just all hanging out as a friend group here in Chicago. And I just threw it up on the TV because they have like just Twitch uh, streams of the races ongoing. And it's actually super fun to watch. I think that's everything. Nope, it's not, Andrew. It's not everything. Oh, go fuck yourself. Yep, go fuck yourself. All right, you want to go first? I will go first, and let me preface this by saying this is going to be a hard one. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm sure you've heard of this player, but it is going to be tricky. And the reason why I picked this player is because this player has an insane stat. Okay. An insane stat. And after this, you will remember this player as the person who has the insane stat. Okay. Okay. I I can't wait. All right. Uh, This player is a kicker. So I'm going to, I'll right off the bat. I'm going to tell you the position. This player is a kicker. This kicker played in the NFL for 18 years. Okay. Okay. For the team that drafted him, he played on that team for 17 years. And then he played, and I'll tell you the team, he played for the Seahawks in 2018. And then he retired, okay? So if you're doing the math out there, he was drafted in 2000. From 2000 to 2017, he played for the team that drafted him. I'm not going to tell you that team. And then his last year in the league, he played for the Seattle Seahawks, which was 2018. Is his last name Myers? His last name is not Myers. Okay. 
Now. Uh, okay. Well, we still what got more. Cr- okay, yeah. He won the BCS National Championship in college. He kicked 436 field goals out of 542 for an overall field goal percentage of 80.4. Okay. And he held the record, held as in the past tense, he held the record for the longest NFL kick, uh, I mean, the longest NFL field goal of 63 yards. Is it made or attempted? It was made. Was was the was the team he played on before the Raiders? It was. Now, before you, if you even know oh. it, if you know it, hold on to it because here's the insane stat. Remember, he was a kicker. Okay, he yeah. is a kicker. He was drafted in 2000 in the first round, 17th overall by the Oakland Raiders. Uh, so here's the deal. I have no idea what the person's name is. No <laughs> idea whatsoever. But I do know that he held the record, and that's how I knew that he played for the Raiders. So I'm going to have to go fuck myself because there's no way in hell. Give, what is his name? What does his last name start with? A J. Just a letter. It's J, and it's a Polish name. I don't know. Okay, his name was Sebastian Janikowski. Janikowski. Oh, I'm an idiot. I am such a huge idiot. You've heard of him, right? Janikowski. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the the biggest kickers in the NFL for over a decade. Now, he is one of only three NFL place kickers to be selected in the first round of a draft. He is Is the other one. The other one is one of the other ones is the guy picked by the Bucks recently. No, I don't think so. I thought he was like two years ago. I don't know. Way, dude. No way has in our lifetime, and obviously this guy was drafted in 2000, but no way in recent, <laughs> no way in recent history has a kicker been taken in the first round. Janikowski was definitely the last one to do it. That, that very well could have been. I mean, look here. I mean, Justin Tucker himself went undrafted. Uh, but let, let me let me finish this up. Janikowski yeah, yeah, is continue. the Raiders' all-time leading scorer at seventeen hundred ninety-nine yep. points, and appeared in more games with the franchise than any other player at two hundred sixty-eight games. He also tied the then NFL record for the longest successful field goal at sixty-three yards, which is now the second longest. And I think Matt Prater owns it now at sixty-four. I'd have to double check who owns it, but it, some I think it is Matt Prater for the on the Lions. Uh, he kicked it, uh, and it was sixty four. Kickers astound me. It's crazy that they like, can be a, a franchise's leading scorer. Yeah, because all they do is fucking. I mean, if you think oh, about it, score points, baby. Yeah, think about it. If you kick an average of three field goals a game plus extra points. I mean, there's, that adds up. Yeah, it does. Clearly. All right, I'll go fuck myself. Yeah, kickers are not really my strong suit. I know like four kickers. But again, drafted 17th overall. 17th overall, Andrew. I mean, yeah. What, 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 what year was that? What year was that? 2000? 2000. 
I'm going to look really quick. Just before we get going, I want to take a look at who the fuck was available there. <laughs> so that actually is court, funny. Court, LeVar, Arrington, Chris, Pierre, Jamal, Jamal Lewis went to the Ravens at five. Yep. Uh, Plaxico, the Burris, Plaxico Burris went number eight. All right. Brian Erlacher went nine. Okay. Uh, he's among some of the greats you know what you should see is you should see who went after him so so okay so chad pennington went after him which people were saying was were was a good quarterback turned out not to really be uh chris hoven eric eric flowers uh keith bullock todd ping the track i'm just i'm just going to the end of the first round uh no one no one of of great memory but also this was like 22 fucking years ago 21 years ago yeah Eh, when he was drafted if you were born when he was drafted you can now legally drink alcohol you should legally drink alcohol (laughs) all right you go you go now okay this player i'll tell you this player is a quarterback. Sebastian Janikowski. No. He was... Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah. This player was drafted in the 2001 NFL draft in the first round. He played for four separate teams. He had a... He only had a winning record on two of them he is a phenomenal athlete he's a phenomenal athlete he's a phenomenal athlete and the last team he played for was pittsburgh he is retired the last team he played for was pittsburgh how long did he play one year Fuck you. He played his one record, year. He played one record, year. His record was two and one. And this was in, I'll even tell you the, the year it was 2015. Okay. So let me, let me, hold on. Let me just get this straight. Yep. Yeah. This player was drafted in 20. Was he drafted in 2015? No, he was drafted in 2001. He was drafted in 2001. Yeah. Played. Wait, wait. I'm so confused. He was drafted in 2001, but in, played... And picked in the first round. Okay, but then played in 2015? Yeah, he played in 2015. Oh, it's Mike Vick. It is. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, but hold on. Hold on a second. What are you saying about he? his record is 1-2? and two? It's 2-1. and one. It, The year he played for Pittsburgh, oh, his QB record oh, was 2-1. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because for some reason I thought you were saying he was drafted in 2001, but only played three games <laughs> and then retired in 2015. I'm like, how is that possible? The best backup in the world. The best backup in the world that saw three games and uh, apparently is an amazing athlete. If if you didn't get it then, I was gonna say that he is a champion at certain dog or certain dog shows. <laughs> you didn't do any stats which is weird no i didn't i didn't because th- this i don't think needed any stats because his career was so i mean like i wasn't really gonna say the dog thing there is a there is a 
stat in here where because he's missed the 27 or 2007 and 2008 season just completely you know for being in prison let me try so to like, guess I, let me try to guess the teams he played for because obviously he played for the falcons first correct uh he went to virginia tech right yeah he went to virginia tech i believe drafted by the falcons then got into legal trial troubles went to prison for dogfighting mm-hmm. then i think he went to the eagles correct now here's he had where some, he had some good years at the he eagles. did he did he i remember his years in the eagles and i remember it was a good comeback like people were looked at him and was like that's how you come back like you paid your dues you apologized you're sorry and now you're back and you're tearing shit up like i remember that very distinctly comeback kid call him the comeback kid uh now here's the thing like you just said his last team was pittsburgh i don't know the third team he played for is it the raiders it is not he played one year for the jets interesting but as a backup or did he play uh, he, he had three starts he went one and two then he was a backup. It must have been to Sanchez. Actually, yeah. What was that, 2014? Yeah. I think so. Remember Matt Sanchez, man? Sheesh. The butt fumble, right? Sheesh. Sheesh. All right. Sheesh. I think that's, that's everything. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruit. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Summers and wave runners, chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. Valentino summers and wave runners, chains on my niggas like slave runners, drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious, it's ominous. Garages, the phantom, ghouls, ghosts, and goblins. Blonde mohawk, the collection, I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling would he ever get. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Time to hit the showers because baths are for babies.